started with, with this cognolized product and what it ended with. I've seen sort of the, like, not the, fi the final product, but the most recent product where you put the headset on, you've got the little controller in your hand and it really is an immersive experience. You feel like you're um, like literally you can turn 360 degrees, you can see Tiger Stadium, you can see Welcome to Death Valley, you can, you know, it feels like you're in the stadium, you can locate the play clock, all that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. um, what, what was it before that, though? How, how has the product evolved and what was y'all's input throughout that process? So, I mean, it was pretty much the same. I mean, it's just the detail that goes into it a little bit. Uh, you know, you're able to sit with, you know, Coach Sloan, you're able to sit with Dean Petzing, our, our QB analyst, you're able to talk to Jaden Daniels on a, you know, day daily basis of, hey, what are you seeing in there? Does this even match up to like anything at all? Like, just from a fundamental standpoint, like, are the linebackers moving at the right angle? Or are the corners coming down and playing the right coverage? Or, you know, all that stuff. Um, you know, because in trying to relay it to Christian and Verena, sometimes, right. like, obviously they're not in the realm of football. Um, just building it out from there from an X's and O's standpoint, I mean, very – I mean, from where it was at to where it is. Right. I, I think Mario's right. I think it's – yeah, it's similar, but, you know, from the stadium itself, aesthetically, that that has all evolved into something that we needed. There was a strategy behind there. You know, we wanted to have, have where he was very – comfortable knowing where the play clocks are and, and, and the backdrop like a hitter's eye. So it becomes very familiar. But I think the other thing is you're fine-tuning as the season's going on, how are you going to execute this? How are you going to execute this AI tech? How, how is it going to happen? And I think that's where, okay, now we have a process in play for that week based off the call sheet. Then we're going to put in red zone and we're going to put in pressures and just to, like, like that, just the simple yeah. idea of like, I think it was like the third week. I was like, well, why don't we, yeah. I was like, can you guys condense the space down to the red zone? Like I just, the thought hadn't hit yeah. to do it. Or, like, or cause hash. you know, like you can go we're from just hash to mm -hmm. hash where it started in the middle only. Now we're, now we're becoming a little bit more detailed. We put the chains on the, You can see the chains, the downward, everything just kept evolving. And I think that, um, well, you know, if, if a player needed something else added or they could make corrections or, you know, maybe I need to see this a little bit more. So now we're putting in a little bit more detail. Maybe the safety needs to be closer to the hash hmm. on the thing. The other thing we evolved to from video, we were able just to go to a play card because this is what the coaches were going to call in practice. So this is what we thought was going to be called. Just the, yeah, again, another simple idea of like we're watching scout team one day and we're like, well, they're drawing the plays up. They're drawing the coverage they want. The guys are running it out on the field. Why don't we just use the scout team footage yep. and the scout team card? Like that's easier for them to build out. So, you know, you kind of take some time off of their edge and you're able to build more stuff in as simple as – and I won't say the opponent, but one of the weeks Coach Wilson came to us and was like, hey, like, this defense, they do a lot of different right. blitzes and stuff. Can you guys build this out? I mean, if they can build out a defense to run against pass plays, and heck, yeah, we could probably do some pass protection so stuff. So third down picking up pass pro. No, so nice. one week we built out a pass pro thing, and the, the running backs used it for a week at the, you know, the night before the game in the team the, hotel. Then, like, then we start dabbling with the defense. You know, I mean, we never got deep, but it starts to spur these ideas yeah. that it's, it allows the technology to continue to grow because we want to apply it all the way to the, through rehabilitation. So if you think about taking a player that has an injured knee, he plays linebacker. Why not put him in an environment? Because we can slow down the process. We can slow down the play speed mm -hmm. and put him in a position that he's going to use his footwork. 
because it's going to force you to go into what you naturally would do yep. in a practice slash game. Yeah. Say if it's for run fits. <clears throat> now you're creating a simulation, you know, getting your, um, you know, your, you know, from a proprioception and um, because we also feel there's a cognitive piece when you're coming back from injury. If we just focus on the injured leg and getting it stronger and you're focusing. Sure. Well, you need, you know, cross education. You need other pieces to put you in an environment that's going to be more comfortable when you get back out on the field. Yeah. So why not put you in an applied setting? Gives you that kinesthetic awareness. So I think that's, uh, that's also one of the projects we're going to try to build out. So when y'all would get this feedback in the season, let's say a coach comes to you and says, let's move that safety over or let's work on the red zone. Um, and y'all probably aren't the best ones to answer this. It's probably the, the cognized team to answer this, but one, how quickly would that get turned around into what was sort of their process? Do they have to literally like sit down and code it out? Yeah, and, it's hmm. a great question. I mean, we would have it the next day. Wow. The next day. So now if you're starting to get a little more technical sure. for the, for the backs, I mean, that may take four or five days, but if we have to move a guy or, cause like, he, like he's saying, we're listening to what the players, what a great tool to have is yeah. the actual player who can process the game and who's living the game. Yep. Does this look right? I mean, what, what would you want this to see here? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, it actually has a, they built in a little microphone. So all you got to do is hit the little tab and say, hey, the, the left safety or the strong safety needs to be moved over more to have a more accurate look. Yep. I think the product, it's, it was interesting to try the product and to see Jaden use it. It, it was at least used in that setting or in the walk walkthrough room. It was a, kind of a static product. It was more of the mental rep, right? Mm -hmm. Do you foresee it becoming more of a product that you can put on where and he could actually, rather than standing there, he can yeah. actually drop back? He yeah. Because oh, the, limita yeah. the yeah. limitation so, is you can't really see yourself in the space that you're so actually in. So what you can do – now, Nussmeyer does more that he likes dropping back. Okay. And it'll allow you to do it. Okay. Jaden felt like he was more – and we put it on some NFL veteran quarterbacks. We've seen them. And they, they're doing the cognitive yep. piece. But if you, if you don't have any restrictions, you can be on the whole football field. So there's no restrictions. The defensive piece uh, they've so, built out is yes, crazy. Yes, it will be all interactive. Yeah. It will be all applied you know, learning. Yeah. So, yes, it, it does give you a much more because you can have all the space you want. Yeah, because – like take that out even if you couldn't do that there is just a benefit to the visualization and the, the processing piece like there's that famous free throw study i think the guy's name was is university of chicago and mm -hmm. he had three groups like one was um i've probably referenced this on this podcast before so i'm yeah, being repetitive but you had one group that you know they, they all shot free throws these three different groups one group for six weeks didn't practice free throws at all right. one group practiced free throws every day one group just visualized free throws the group that didn't practice, no change in their results, or they got a little bit worse. The group that practiced every day improved by 24%, and the group that just visualized it improved by 23%. Like, you're just sitting there closing your eyes and imagining yourself shooting free throws helped. I can't imagine what the improvement would be if you actually could play a video of yourself making free throws or see, like, literally just rather than close your eyes and have to visualize, it's visualized for you. So there's going to be a, a massive improvement just through the visualization. But as you get in – the ability to move in real time and real speed, then you're getting reps that the only other way you can replicate are in a game or practice situation, which has wear and tear and risk. That's right. And, and, and Cody, what the other beautiful thing on this, we can control the speed of it. Yeah. 
as we said before, when we were done, I don't, we were up to on Jaden. We were, he was seen at 70% faster than he normally would. Wow. And it didn't affect him. Our brains can adapt to speed. Mm -hmm. It can. It's like listening to a podcast on 1.5 speed or two speed, right? Right. And then you get used to hearing it at that level. Used to hear. Okay. So it it didn't affect him at all. And and we talked about, I think he bumped it down accidentally, hit the button and he he goes, what is this? It looks like it's in slow motion. That was normal speed. (laughs) And so, so so wait, wait, I got to interrupt. So y'all had him running at 70%. At the end Faster. of the season. At one, the yeah, end of the season. 1.7, yeah. By the end of the season, he was yeah. going in before the game and running reps at 70% faster yeah, than baseline speed. Yeah, started on Wednesday, speed. then Thursday Correct. and Friday, right. Yeah. Right. And so, they actually bumped it up the last game. Yeah, we like, bumped it to max like it out. It was maxed out. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and it's funny, you like – like a weightlifter, like just keeps adding all the weight, and then he's added all the weight in the weight room. Yeah. There's no more weights now. I mean, you'd like you see like because we put it on. So many people have wanted to see it in the past couple of right, you know right. weeks, and like you put it on people, we they don't know how to like go through it, and like they're like, how do I throw the ball? Did it yesterday and, like, on a- and uh, it's funny, like Jaden, he's going through it that fast, and that, that dude's just like he's just it's like <laughs> easy as pie. Like you're just yeah, and, he made everything look easy. And, and you, you 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 put him on there. And, and like he said, you, you put it to somebody else, and we assume, you know, we've, le- we've left it on that, that speed. And someone goes in and goes, oh, wait a minute. This, 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 this is like, too fast. What is like, this? It's like you're in the middle of a highway and cars are zipping by you, yeah. and you're going, wait a minute, I, I can't. So we do know that the body can adapt, or that your visual system and your brain has the capacity to deal with speed coming at you. So think about baseball go into even Burtman's deal mm-hmm. back in the day, mm-hmm. and that thing was only at 75. It looked like it was just sizzling yeah, in there. Yeah, Nolan Ryan up there. Just Nolan <laughs> Ryan up there. <laughs> to a, name, a player that's seen it all the time, it's it's nothing, right? Yeah. So that's why you see pitchers that still throw 100 and some Guys will eventually, they see it, they see it. Yeah. It's the change-up that we have a problem with. That's why I always said, you know, you have brake lights on the car or something. You have to, it has to, but, you know, I think this thing allowed you also to play at a a faster speed. And again, I go back to how these guys are coached too, right? How Coach Sloan and Dean and how that offensive staff was was assisting in, in all of this and, and everybody's working in conjunction because, remember, Jane Daniels got up in the morning and start watching film. Yeah. Jane Daniels started doing all these things. We were talking about this today. What do you talk about with all the, the better players? They do extra work. You know, smart extra work. I'm not talking about just always has to be physical. Sure. It is watching the film. It is. So this became an, an added element of what the coaches wanted. So all we're doing is relaying the messages of what or the, how they want to see it from the coach's point of view. Yeah. And the coaches are really the ones that drive um, how we're going to dictate, you know, what we're going to put in or, or, or get into motion. So we're very fortunate. I mean, I can't say that enough. We're very fortunate to be tied in with such a, such a good group. Yeah, I'll be, um, I'll be interested to see as Jaden goes through the draft process and talks to some of these teams um, – how they sort of look at him as a processor because when I I remember when Joe was here 
and you saw Joe early in 2018. And at the end, end and of by the end of 18, he was right. processing I, I at, a, at a different thing. level, right? You, you can see. It. And I and I thought then in 2019, I said we'll never see a quarterback processing at the level that Joe Burrow is right now. He's he's had the reps, he's had the years, he's got the intelligence, he's got all the traits yes. that you need. Yes. And then Jaden Daniels comes around, you know, a few years later, and by the end of the season, watching him process, I was like, I cannot believe how much growth. He's shown that, as, that as was a the processor. biggest. That was probably the big. It was more shocking because going into the season, we have every team that comes in uh, in August. All yep. these NFL teams, everybody had him maybe a fifth round. He's a he's a he's a number two can get you out of trouble mm-hmm. type of quarterback in the NFL. That's that's, and they all noticed at a certain point in the season that this guy was different. Yep. Now how did that happen? You know how all of a sudden. This guy is changing the way he's playing football. And again, I go with the previous statement. It's a it's a very holistic group from the weight room to you know nutrition, everything. Yep. Everybody's on the same page. Yeah. So I'm, I saw exactly what you said. Joe Joe was easy to predict. At that time, I felt like you know you take these other quarter. He he is a first. I, I saw him as a first round yep. quarter. I really did. I mean, and he was going to prove it because we saw what. The last four games, he was a different quarterback. Yep. Even Jaden going into the last few games, Arkansas and things that we thought he could just, you know, we still had to do what he did best. Yep. It wasn't the strength. So I think that when when he taught him to throw to – he could anticipate now. Mm-hmm. I think he learned to throw to these gaps and these spots. I think that's where it started to change. That's where, you know, plus it gives you confidence when you see stuff more. Yep. It's not like, I mean, I wish we could practice a lot longer, but you can't. You can't tax the body. You can't have all, it's hard to keep it. You know, you yep. got to keep everybody on the same page, a hundred and some guys. So I, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's extra reps, but it is the visualization as you're talking about. It gives him, I think, you know, when Mario was going over the, the, the plays, he would ask him, so what do you see here? Because he don't know what the defense is. And and we always looked at each other, man, he just boom, 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 boom. And it was really amazing. We asked Dean this. Dean was going over uh, Petsing, who's a wonderful young coach. We, we did some chalk talk with him. And, Learning and, some ball. We were in there, I don't know how long, yesterday. But he was going over all these concepts. So we want to implement it into this system. And, and it's one of the, the projects. So Because with all... Colin Hurley loves it. You know, it's something that he feels like. So, Murrow's already kind of um, working with him, and Joe's giving him some different situations. So, he's already learning the offense. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't have to put pads on. You don't have to. Yeah. Because it, you have to understand the concepts. You have to understand there is a lot of moving parts, but I think what, we, what we're seeing now is that it's going to give you a quicker learning curve. Yeah. I mean, than than normally. So even with Jaden, they flew out to see him. He's got a headset. So the teams that he thinks potentially could get picked by, they've got offensive plays already put in. So he's training with it now. Hmm. So. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. So so here's the metaphor that pops in my head. So I always do this. I always bring it back to me, but it's just what people do. Uh, this morning, my kid, she has, uh, she has, every night for homework, she has to do this thing called reflex. So she's in second grade. It's a math thing, okay? And you do it on the iPad, and it's it's these math games that you play, and it's just your your basic sums, right? Three plus nine, 11 minus two. It's, it's basic math, right? 
the way that I did it when I was a kid was we walked into class, the teacher put all the problems on the board, they gave you a sheet, and you'd, you would do the problems as fast as you could, right? And you'd race mm-hmm. the teacher, and if you won the teacher, it'd beat the teacher, you got a prize, right? But you had to have pen and paper and all this stuff, and it was kind of yeah. repetitive and boring. Yeah. Well, I, I'm watching my kid this morning, and she's solving these math problems like, boom, 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 like super fast, right? And it's gamified, and it's fun for her, and she's learning so much faster than me sitting there, let me do my tables, right? That's what this is. Yeah. This is, you know, 20 years ago, you sat there and you watched film and you, you know, you ran it back and then you watched it again, you watched it again over and over again. Well, now you're getting it faster, more efficient. You could gamify the thing. I mean, you could, yeah. you could keep score and they could be able to see their score so, in the top. So but where I was going with that, Dean, we asked him how many throws did he just threw in the wrong, um, I forget the term he used, um, just no go. Just bad. Dead that, dead place. Dead like place. there was just like the, just just don't a, throw it in this section of the field. Made a just bad it's read. A, it's a bad, just a bad, bad play read. by Jaden. He said maybe five percent, ninety five percent. This guy. I mean, I was, okay. <laughs> but again, goes back to he was trained well. You know, they trained him well. But this had an aide de long to to train him well. Yeah. So. Anything we do anymore, we try to if, – if we're doing a drill with a player, we do give them instant feedback because they can see what their time is. Mm-hmm. I want to beat it. The next player wants to beat it. So you yep. are even game – you're making it competitive. Yep. If it's a reaction drill, I want to do it again. Yep. I think I can do better. But they're, they're actually practicing, but they're working on their technique. Now they can feel the sense of what the technique was to give them a better – time you didn't yeah. round it off you had a better get off you had a better back pedal so yes i mean i think that is exactly it makes it more competitive yeah I'll, let's in a second let's talk about scaling it to other positions and maybe where y'all, how y'all plan to do that or just where your thoughts are on that right now but you mentioned at the start the the wearable what was it called um, oh, the sportable. 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 Yeah, was that, that was a device that was on the ball. It's a chip, and they yeah. had a little tiny puck. So when the ball is looks just like that ball. Yeah, so it looks. The balls are all the same, made by Big Game. So those are our game balls, and they tie in. the The chip will be um, integrated in where the tiger head is. So the the it basically will have the chip within this yep. area. And it's part of, they, they tied in part of where the bladder is, and it's remarkable. The weight's exactly the same. Yep. There's no, it doesn't change the, the, the spin. It doesn't make it more, there's not more wobble sure. or anything. And what we were able to do with this is to look at velocities of throws. We were looking at the numbers of throws to side of the field. It marks everything on the field. We can... Do a 3D, we can see the arcs. We're looking at the hang time of the long passes that have efficiency. No one's really looked at this. There is a, a, um, a sweet spot where the height of that ball on, a, on these 35-plus yard throws, and, and it has enough hang the way it's going to come down. Mm-hmm. And we learned this from golf. We, we learned that every golf club, every golf shot, it doesn't matter what club it is, is I think it was 30 yards high. That was the magic sweet. It could be plus mm-hmm. or minus. Mm-hmm. That's what our golf coaches were telling us. You would think it would be different. Yeah. But they found that is the sweet spot. That's with all these shots you see in the PGA. So we want to start looking at that. But we can get live feedback when they make the throw. They, they'll, they'll fill that awareness. Mm-hmm. That is the hang time we want. That's how you throw the long ball. That's where yep. you go. 
But we also can see, are your velocities too too high on the short routes? That's mm-hmm. why we drop balls. Yep. Learn to control that Yeah, speed. you and I have talked about that. Yeah, that's, a, that's called the catchable ball, yep. right? We don't need someone throwing at a very high speed. It also gives us wobble rates. <laughs> Spin efficient, spiral efficiency. Spiral, spiral efficiency, efficiency is what they call it. Then, then it gives you you know, revolutions per minute. Yeah. So it's just spin rates. Well, that's, and that's another area we saw a drastic improvement this year. And again, y'all aren't taking all the credit. We're not giving you all the credit, but the deep ball this year was much better. Um, Jaden had some remarkable throws and I got to imagine that getting that real time feedback of, you know, Hey, we can, we can cross check it in real time and and let you know when you're hitting the sweet spot. And and it's just something, again, coach Sloan, we talked about it and he, he got, I gave him the reports and to him, it was basically, the catapult data for the quarterback. Yeah. Because quarterbacks aren't going to, you know. Who cares? Yeah. Right. So, Unless it's Jaden in the open field and he's hitting <laughs> 22 he's miles per hour. Right? <laughs> Not sitting hitting 22 miles per hour in the open field. But even when <laughs> Jaden, remember, he took the shot underneath the chin. Yeah. There's two things we were able to do. Once the doctors felt like, okay, where he's at, we took the blue light out. We, we could set the – he was he could rep now mm-hmm. with the headset. Mm-hmm. But we also, when he came back, those last few did, – did the ball change? Actually, he showed better RPM. It was one of his better practices. Yep. You could see the RPMs were up. Hmm. So we could see that he really wasn't um, affected from from the blow. And he played pretty well that, that week. <laughs> I would say. Was that 350-plus <laughs> passing yeah, and 200-plus running? Breaking right. SEC records right. out yeah. there. And, and the other thing I thought was interesting, and just you just triggered something for us to remember – on the running game, we would say, okay, drop eight. What do you do here on when they drop eight? He goes, I'm going to look at t- probably two checks. I'm going to scan on two receivers. If they're not there, I know there's going to be a running lane. It allowed him now to anticipate a run. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, there's man. They may, they're probably going to clear out. If they're not there, I have a lane. Yeah. So it kind of allowed him, when he's talking to us, so it – Helps you, yeah. Yes. So, and, and I thought that was a pretty neat, pretty neat thing when he was telling us that. Yeah, and that's cool to see the two the two technologies come together. You've got yeah. the the physical yeah. and, and those the ball. Were two that we've been chasing for years, you know. And it's funny how they all came together. And you know, look, this company met with other schools and other teams. They blew them off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we already had the vision. We as LSU had the vision and. Um, you know, it fit exactly what we wanted. The other technology is when we were all up at the Sloan meeting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember. I don't know if you were eating. They saw Mario's bag tag, and they said, we've been looking for you guys from LSU because we know that you would want something like this. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, um, we've developed this relationship with them from that meeting. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's go back to the, the cognolized piece mm-hmm. and then scaling it to other positions. So quarterback – Makes a lot of sense, right? Mm-hmm. Um, how do you? Where are you at in that process? How are you going to have those conversations? I, I can probably guess. Y'all probably sit down with the players and say, "What makes sense for you?" You probably have some ideas. You blend okay. them together. Where are y'all at in that process? One of them was pretty easy. Uh, like uh, Brad, Coach Davis walked up to it. I mean, this was like middle of the season. He goes, I don't have, "There's not a lot of time right now." He goes, "In the in, end of the season, I'm, we're getting. I'm getting with you guys. Like I'm building this out for the O line. Like I want to heat." So he's. Well, came to he, us he, at first he didn't even know we had it remember yeah. he says i was thinking about this mm-hmm. virtual stuff or ai stuff i said matter of fact coach we're already working on it 
So that that's going to be one. I think we're going to get DJ Chester. I like to incorporate a player mm -hmm. from each position and allow them to grow with the company. And maybe it may be some future you know benefits with them down the road after football. I yep. think that's the other piece. Let's look at these guys after football. So I think we want to create like a players board or create each position that can give us input. And we may also tap into some former players such as Pat Peterson, maybe Tyron, to bring in their skill set. But we'd like to take each position, such as a running back on third down, blitz pickup. The center, what, what, making his calls. We're going to start with the cognitive positions, middle linebacker, mm -hmm. Greg Penn, wonderful young guy. Yep. Can, um, you know, so we're, we're going to try to work with, um, you know, these different these different positions, but also have the players' input, maybe a former player's input, and the coach's input. That really, I think, will encompass to get us what we want. Yeah, that's so cool. I was, yeah. You guys are just like, – I, I, like I mean, we put it on C-Ray the other day. I mean, he absolutely ate it up for the, yeah. you know, Corey couple Ray minutes he was in it. He was all about it. Um, yeah, I think the biggest thing is just getting with those guys, those players, especially yeah. like a guy like DJ Chester. I mean, you think you're losing – you know, three-year starter, two-year starter, and Charles Turner, he's a senior, has had experience. And you now really stepping into that position, you got a redshirt freshman who really hasn't played a lot of football since while he's been here. He played in a couple of games last year, but the live reps, those bullets right. flying, he doesn't have. So, like, you know, in centers, you know, Jack talks about it a lot. It's yeah, one of the most important positions on the field. Yeah. Um, and working through that with him, helping him get confidence, helping him – understand more learn more football that kind of stuff um is paramount's huge then then we're going to start working and putting them into we may create more of an environment of crowd noise so that's we're trying to find out what pieces we need we want to build that out also this year where we're going to put them into a an environment along with like i said the crowd noise but that thing has a speaker on it too and, mm -hmm. and so you could put in for the NFL, that could be your headset, where the, the offense coordinator would call the play, and you can hear it. Yeah. And then, and again, make it more realistic from that standpoint. But you know, we're looking at all these different pieces that we can keep moving the needle on it. So we I, even I, have, I, I, we I think it's a breakthrough today, even with another position. We were talking with one of our guys, and it wasn't a position we were like originally thinking of. Yeah, as a receiver, that's right. Because I mean, we it's, had, and they were doing tough. some work with it's, him on his eyes. It's tough. You're not gonna can't throw and catch a football while you're in VR. Yeah. So, like, you're like, ah, maybe we don't need to use receiver. But then you think about it just from a simple visualization and playbook, like X's and O's. You put him at the quarterback position. He sees the route combos. He sees the play call. All right, hey, what are – he can sit with a coach. He can yes, sit with us. Hey, what what route's that receiver running? What route's that receiver running? He's seen the defense. Yeah. He's seen the defense. Yeah. He sees the play. He can walk through just basic – you can quiz him, essentially. And I looked at Mario. I said, man, he's, he's saying – He's picking it out. I mean, he's and – and something touched us when we were talking to Malik Neighbors last year. I was going to bring up Malik because so I have we, a Cortez quote in my head. So we, we talked to him for 45 minutes. Just It was more on his processing of the game. Yep. And, and that's, that's all this was. He says, you know, we have a pretty tough offense. It took me a couple years to really get everything. But he goes, I learned every position. Mm -hmm. And I think – when we were talking to Kai about this, he was – and I, I think, you know, he's calling out. I said, I think it would be great to learn each one. We'll get with your coach. But what's the X do? What's the Y do? What's mm -hmm. this W do? So that's what Malik knew. 
so he knew all the things. The thing that we learned back at the S2 cognitive side, the best receivers all had high processing. We used to think that was just an athletic position. Yep. That in the cornerback is not. They have to have high processing. That that does that is one of the high, highest correlations that we've seen.